Have you heard of Christopher Gatelli? He is an incredibly talented choreographer who has made a huge impact on modern musical theater. In fact, he's even received a 2012 Tony Drama Desk and Outer Critics Circle Awards for his incredible work on Newsies. But did you know that he also made a name for himself in film and TV? He's worked on some pretty impressive projects like Hail Caesar, Isn't It Romantic, and most recently, Schmigadoon, and season two, Schmiago. As far as the dance numbers themselves, uh, was there any particular pattern that you might have uh, chosen, like from the classics, the Rodgers and Hammerstein classics, that kind of thing? Uh, for sure. It, it's, um, you know, we say we're not, you know, the, it's a funny series, but we're not making fun of the form. Right. You know, I, for all of us, it was such a, I mean, this has kind of been a dream job, to be honest, because I've, I grew up watching these movies and studying and even performing in some of the shows that we, we reference. And, and so, you know, like it's, it's fun to inject the wit into it, but so much of it is like an homage because of like, of, just the greats, you know, of Ona White and, you know, it's so many people who I've, I've admired over the years, Robert Alton, and, you know, just to be able to bring their style or that sense of style and the way dance is shot and everything to generations now that might not know those movies as well. It's, uh, it was really just such a gift to, uh, to be able to do it. There's more on Schmigadoon, so stay tuned. On Broadway, for example, if you see a dance number, there's no cuts. It's just all the way through. It has to be because it's live. But how do you design something for a series like this? Where you obviously you can't you you could maybe some cases do it all in one cut, but essentially you have to cut based on close ups and where you want the camera and all that. How does that work for for this series? It's really well. It's funny that, that you mentioned it because I I also aside from just the choreography, I also tried capturing the sense of camera angles and how the camera moved. Like for example, there's um, a number in season two, uh, "Talk to Daddy" in with the with the hippies um, that was very much a, a combo platter of um, the Rich Man's Frug and uh, "Rhythm of Life" from Sweet Charity, and there were and. More so than the steps, like Fosse started to do some really oh. amazing camera work in that in that film. You know, like he would shoot between dancers' legs, and he would shoot like you know someone made an entrance through someone's hair that was hanging upside down off a scaffolding, and you know these overhead shots that were just such beautiful um, camera work. Even even again, more than I mean, the choreography is always amazing from him. But but, but it, I really was taken with the how he utilized the camera. So on top of same thing for, for Schmigadoon and Chicago, especially with Chicago, because a lot of the golden age was in longer takes and they were, you know, we, we had to rehearse because we tried to get long shots to kind of complement that era. But in, in Chicago with the sixties and seventies, it really changed. And so that was really fun to, to really dive in there and go, Ooh, that's a great camera angle. When could we do that? And how can I utilize this for a reveal? And so that was really, uh, really exciting to get to also implement. So any interesting challenges that were for season two that didn't exist or did everything because of season one, make it a little more easier this time. That's it. For, I think for sure it was a little easier um, because the first season was so, I mean, it was, I, I always say like just to the whole 
cast and crew, everyone who was a part of it, like to do it in that time that we did was right in the center of COVID. I mean, it was right in the middle of COVID when people, yeah. we knew what was happening, but you didn't. And it was, it was, you know, and they, we were tested every day. I mean, they were amazing. No one ever got sick. Like it was, they ran it such so well the first season and i think that we were all conditioned from that first season to be able to work like we did and get the results that we did in all during like with all of that happening that um that when it came time for season two it was kind of and and it was a little easier you know and we did shoot outside which was helpful and so there were things there were a few elements that were different but it was definitely um it, the season one definitely set us up for, I think, more success in season two because we all we already knew that part of it and we knew how to kind of negotiate that and schedules and partnering even for the dancers. You know, it was just it was so so interesting that first season. So season two was like, yeah, we had to do this, but that's fine. You know, so and then you just kind of get to work. So so it was it was good for Cecily and Keegan. Did they kind of put in uh, a little more work for the second season? Uh, did you get him to do a little more this season compared to last? It's It was a little bit of both. I, Keegan actually did a little less and Cecily did a little more. Yeah. But they are amazing. I mean, both of them, I, you know, every normally when people aren't like quote unquote dancers, then they go, I'm not a dancer. I'm not good, but they're actually very good dancers. They, you know, it's that, it's that like, Oh, I'm self-conscious, but they're actually, they're so wonderful. And their, their kind of work ethic is amazing. I mean, when we shot season one, I, this story, I always love to tell the story to, to their credit about how they, their hard work of act, of uh, season one, you know, because of COVID, I couldn't go meet them. I couldn't, you know, I had, there was, I had no hands-on preparation with them before wow. we started. And it was really tricky, uh, to, you know, to have them do this beautiful dance at the end of the season and then never really get to partner or touch each other. And I had to set up different um tapes for each of them like ab about how you hold a partner how you do the steps what foot goes where and they both came in and they held each other and they basically did it and it really blew my mind i mean i to not really partner and to do what they did like you could tell they really took that home and they really worked on it and they really studied it and then we just had to finesse some things but it was such a beautiful um, just, just the two of them. I love, I adore and just their work ethic to me, that just tells volumes of them, who they are as people and performers. I mean, it was just mind blowing. As far as your involvement, um, and I actually, I talked to Bo Welsh, who designed a production designer a few years ago for season one, but he said there was a lot of communication. So I guess from your end, you had to make sure your dancers and, and singers had enough room to perform. Definitely. It's, it's a, it's always a, a collaboration for sure, especially when it comes to, to physicality and dancing and things um, for both season. I, I mean, for season one, because we had that, that, that it was like, like the golden age of musicals. So we did it on sound stages and especially cause it was COVID everything was built within an, a, the inch of, of specification because we, you know, of, having so many bodies and being able to double the houses as background, but also be able to shoot in them. And it was incredible. And, and to, even to the point where, 
um, when I did uh, the Bells and Whistles number for Jane this year on Chicago, she, when she enters in the trapeze, originally the trapeze was just supposed to descend and go up. And she she asked, she's like, well, if I'm bringing in the trapeze, can I swing on it? She's like, I'd love to use it if, we're, if I'm bringing it in. And we were like, would you want to? She's like, oh, absolutely. She's like, there's a circus down the block. I'll go take lessons. So she she did. And then same thing. And so we had to like re, recalibrate the dimensions of the room because of the pendulum of the trapeze and how far far it went. And it, it changed, but in uh, in a way that was obviously worth it. So, um, so everyone is very collaborative and hands-on and... And uh, it's, it is really great communication between everyone. What's interesting about choreography, I don't think most people realize this, is that it's not just necessarily dance, but you literally have to, you know, move the actor or actors into a certain position so they can either start the dance or start the number. So there's, you know, there's timing and movement where they have to arrive at that spot exactly at the right time. And oh. that, obviously that's something you have to do for this show too. For sure. I mean, and that's, and that's where, like, I think one of my favorites of, of, of both seasons, I think was uh Kristen Chandler's number in the first ah. season, because that was one shot. That was five minutes of Kristen and company and crew. Like, you know, she had to be here by a certain word and the company had to be following her by a certain word and they had to be installing, a, you know, the, the band had to hide behind the camera and the, you know, the steady cam is moving this way. Like it was so, the whole thing was orchestrated in such a way and everybody was so on board and game for it that I, and she got it, well, everyone did in the first take. And you, it's just was like, it was such a, a satisfying feeling when that happened. It, it just was, um, but that but that it's that, that same thing it's like you could tell every single person involved just with, had their heart in it and just was so loving what this was that it just it, it was almost inevitable everyone got it in the first take because you could tell everyone was wearing their hearts on their sleeve and everybody wanted to make it happen so it was really really exciting but that's but that's a case it's a great case in point for what you're talking about you know it's very very specific yeah to have somebody who has a solid background like Kristen to be able to come in there and do that and do it in a totally different way. Although she has done her share of series before, but nothing like this. So I, I mean, I'm just amazed by her uh, proficiency and just her craft and how she executes. It's really amazing. Same. She, her, her, same thing, her work ethic, like she is so detailed and so thought out and so that she it's, you know, she does, that thing that the best performers do she she gives herself enough kind of columns to kind of like hold that that house and then like she then she just plays inside and it's like and no every choice is right and every choice you know she just she's it, she's just uh, you know that's why she's Kristen she's just yeah. the best more on the choreography of Schmigadoon with Christopher Gatelli in just a moment as far as the dancers that are involved in the show um, that back up the, you know, the, the lead sing the lead singers and actors. Mm -hmm. uh, did you, I guess you must've been involved in the casting of some of these folks. Yeah. Oh, all of them. They were, um, and luckily we had most of them come back for season two, which was great. Uh, nice. the, yeah. The first season, um, because again, because we shot it during COVID, uh, it was all submissions by tape, and and because we shot in Vancouver, 
uh, it was all all Canadian citizens. And I didn't, I mean, I've, I've worked up in Canada, but not to the extent to know the dance community like that. And so it was a real, I love, I just, I loved being up there and, and kind of exposing myself to, or being exposed to all of the talented dancers and performers up there because it was, we we're so lucky to have every single person we had. So it just, and it's there and they're all over the both seasons it's it's uh you can really see their work and it's really nice how much time did you have to do rehearsals and things like that uh did you have the luxury of even rehearsing on the set we did actually we it was um it was quick it was definitely fast uh we had to put the shows together uh in a in like a real short amount of time, but we had, I, I felt like we had a really good amount of like preparation in terms of rehearsal with the casts. And, and we normally would go onto the set and camera block each one just to make sure everybody was safe and everyone had room and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So I felt that all of that was handled both seasons very, very well. So was it done the traditional way where essentially there's musical playback on the set and everybody does what they're supposed to do? Pretty much. Yeah. And I, I mean, the, the great thing about the show too, is it's a little trickier in season two because of the, of the edits and the cuts. Uh, but in season one, a lot, mostly with the longer shots, we, a lot of the vocals were even captured live. I mean, it was, you know, some was to playback, but most of the vocals were captured live and a lot in season two was captured live when we could, you know, if it wasn't outside or something like that. But, um, yeah, it was it was really nice. And then we would have a thump track if it was, you know, a little bit different. But um, yeah, but a lot of whenever they could, they captured live vocals, which I thought was absolutely incredible. So was it like the movie version of Les Mis where they had an earpiece and the music was in their ear kind of thing? Yeah, they would all get fitted and they all they would perform with the with the earpieces in the ear monitors and, you know, and that's so they would be saying their lines and dancing or singing and and in the background, like if it was a number with with you know an ensemble of dancers, you know you would hear a boom, 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 you know, and the dancers would be dancing to this beat while they would be doing their lines or singing, and it's it's so fascinating to see the the work put in and and the behind the scenes of it all because it it really is kind of magical when you, then you see everything come together and then it's orchestrated and it's it's just it's uh, it's such an incredible form. Which one do you think you prefer? Do you like the traditional way? Or I guess, you know, incorporating some of the new technology with the earpieces. Oh gosh. I mean, I I do like the oops, sorry about that. I do okay. um I like the traditional way if when possible, just because I and and again, for the most part, other than the thump because of getting certain capturing vocals or or dialogue, because i I find like watching a performer that can sing and dance and act in long takes, you know, that it's just, it's, and you, I feel like you really get a sense of that with this show, which I think is so impressive. And again, speaks volumes to the, the entire cast because any one of these people could do it in one take and they could do it, you know, live and they could. So it's really, it's amazing to be in the room watching them work because you're, you're, you know, they could do the entire number straight through if, if need be. And I think that's, that's the gift of this cast is that you never have to wait for them really. Like it's not, you're not waiting to go back because they flubbed. Usually it's, we have to stop because, Oh, we're going to get a, a different angle because we want to include this in the shot. So, but they as performers are just the cream of the crop. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, you could, it, which for the creators, it's, it's exciting because it's limitless what you can do with them. It's not like you have to worry about stamina or worry about, 
you know, going in and correcting pitches or something. It's like, they're just, they're doing it. So it's, it's really amazing to watch when they're, when they, it's, you know, action and they go because it's, uh, it's the real deal. Is there a, uh, a favorite set that you'd like to stage stuff on? Oh man, that's a great question. I mean, it, I think both seasons were so amazing. Um, gosh, uh, that really is a good one. I mean, the, uh, I think that the, the kind of hippie commune junkyard, uh, in season two was, that was a new one for me. I had done outside before, but to, to, to the degree of like, that was a huge lot that we were in and it had so much, so many areas that when we went in, cause I went in with a previs of like, you know, the template of what we were about to shoot, but not, and there were ideas, but when, when you get there, it's like, oh yeah, but that truck is really great to have in the background or, oh, that, you know, outhouse or whatever, you know, you get those little jokes in there too. I mean, there was so much detail in there for how big it was. It was like, it was, it literally was a playground. I mean, it was, that's why there were so many shots in talk to daddy, for example, because you just wanted to capture so much of, of the detail and the, it was amazing. The other extreme is the bridge. And the season one, I know that was not a lot of room. So you went from that from that extreme to having all the room you need. That's that's got to be challenging to go that small. Oh yeah, but it in in a way though, it's like it it's in a way it's almost helpful because it contains. I always say like it it kind of contains the comedy for you, you know. But for so when we're outside, I feel like how we have to frame things and how you have to capture it. You want to, because I always feel like if, if comedy is playing, like if it's too much air, it's hard to like find the the laugh and like things can yeah. get thrown away. But like, that's why with, with, I mean, having the, the set be what it was for the bridge, for example, like we had to contain it in a way that was great because you had that many more dancers filling the frame and kind of like, it felt like a huge, well, it was a huge group, but I mean, but it made it feel even more full and joyous and so I I loved working on on that set, and I just thought it was so genius, the conceit of like how they would cross it and then just come back over. It was like they they would bless their hearts, everyone, but they they, they were trying to explain it to me in pre production for over and over, and I I couldn't see it in my head. I was like, yeah, but how do we? And it just it's so so smart and genius how they pulled that off, and you really buy it like you really think they're doing this it's just it was amazing it was amazing so speaking of season two season one is in the books it's done and then when did the planning saying hey how about if we do this for season two start it was well it was funny i don't think i mean i always think sometimes when you work on a project you have a little foresight into like what if it happens but um so we kind of had a a little hint because cinco was like well if it does take off and you know people respond you know maybe we could do something like this and um and once it came out and people enjoyed it like they did and the response was good that they they uh asked us for another season which was really exciting this is really a unique art form to do it uh, you know in a series uh, I mean, how has everybody's approach this? Was it maybe just a little apprehension, do you think, or they just dove right in? I think it, well, I think the performers for sure dove right in. I mean, I think they were, they, and I, well, all of us, it, it, you know, like the instinct was to, because it's, you don't really, I mean, it's so rare you get to do 
a TV show like this that, that actually has this much singing and dancing. And it's just, it's so, so rich in terms of what, what we were able to do. And I think you, I think it's more that like you do it and then you hope it, you know, you hope the audience appreciates it. Cause you go like, Oh, we, we really enjoy this and we think it's really fun or funny or entertaining or, you know, but you, but at the end of the day, it's the, you know, the, the people who, who watch it and who will respond to it. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of, you know, we can, we can only do what we do, but, but it's, it's really nice that again, the, the, uh, the viewers responded the way that they have and, and hopefully there's another, another season in there and all that good stuff. So it's very, uh, it's very encouraging that people responded the way they, they are to it. Well, Christopher, what a pleasure to talk to you. You've done some fine work on this series, uh, really kind of, uh, paying tribute and with an occasional good natured poke to one of the art forms of musical musical theater, uh, which is its own art form. And uh, something that I've been watching my, feels like my entire life. So it's uh, it's great that this is going on. And uh, hopefully there's a season three someday. You never know. Knock on wood. Well, thanks, yeah. Tony. So great talking to you. All right. All right. You take care now. Shmiga Dune and its second season, Shmiago, are on Apple TV+. This is Tony Tolado. Thanks for listening.